Have you heard American politics described as left and right? Or perhaps liberal and conservative? But now there is a new designation, left or progressive. What does all this mean? Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number 27 of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues in everyday life. American culture, and therefore politics, is divided. Actually, more than divided, it is polarized. We don't just disagree, we disagree vehemently, sad to say, often hatefully. This polarization has affected every corner of our culture, including education, entertainment, sports, and religion. On every issue, people line up on one of two sides, what is called the right or what is called the left. The right is generally considered synonymous with conservative and maybe Republican, but not all Republicans are conservative and not all conservatives are Republican. The right tends to believe in God and country, the existence of absolute truth, personal initiative and responsibility, individual liberty and freedom of religion and speech, national identity and patriotism, capitalism or free enterprise along with equal opportunity, the traditional family, and justice based upon objective and equal law and order. There was a time not long ago when we typically did not say left, but said liberal. Interestingly, now forgotten, those who embraced a liberal point of view were really not that different from those who embraced a right or a conservative point of view. Sure, liberal and conservative differed on the extent of government involvement, but liberals then and actually now tend to believe in God and country, the idea of truth, liberty and freedom of religion and speech, national identity and patriotism, the traditional family, even free enterprise and certainly blind justice based upon identifiable principles, law and order. Then along came the time of the 1960s when things began to change. Something called the left, and more recently progressives, began to emerge with a set of beliefs diametrically opposed to what the right or conservatives believe. And though media still often use the terms liberal and left interchangeably, this is misleading at best. It does not recognize the profoundly different values promoted now by the left, not the least of which is rejection of their own country. The left now represents a set of beliefs sharply distinguishable from liberals and certainly of conservatives or the right. Think of comedian Bill Maher, a self-avowed liberal in the classical sense, an atheist, or at least an agnostic, a brilliant mind and talent capable of hilarious observations and comebacks. He is a liberal, a late-night talk show host you'd think would embrace the left and its so-called progressive ideas. But he does not. In fact, he has repeatedly and incisively skewered the illogic, arrogance, and utter lack of realism of the left, labeling them a threat to liberalism and a free society. He thinks the left is, well, nuts, and he's a liberal. What's ironic, if maybe sad, is that the best critic of the left is not someone on the right, but a liberal, Bill Maher. His monologues on the left's excess are a call to sanity. The left tends to eat its own, if anyone dares to question its basic ideas. This is what cancel culture is all about. 
J.K. Rowling, the incredibly successful British author of the Harry Potter books, is and always has been a liberal, clearly and unapologetically. But now she has been systematically vilified, disinvited from a celebration of one of her own movies, criticized by the young actors her books helped to make rich and famous, and in general, canceled. Except she is so wealthy, smart, and therefore powerful, she can push back. What was J.K. Rowling's grave offense? She believes in biology. She thinks men are men and women are women, and she argues transgender ideology is a threat to girls and women. Interestingly, she's not opposed to LGB, nor does she moralize on any of this. She just thinks science is real and gender is not fluid. That's it. Now, this podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. So what does the left believe? Well, it's secular. No creed or scripture, hostile to religion, no God, generally supports secularization and total separation of church and state. Since God did not create human beings in his image, we are socially constructed from the left's point of view. Either through some social determinism as if we're animals, or through a humanist belief that we can make ourselves anything we want us to be. The left rejects the moral categories of Judeo-Christianity and believes truth is not identified or received, but created. The left's compass is guided by power, race, and class. Since in the left's view there is no sovereign God, there's no personal sin. So our problems are not moral, but social. And economics explains most behaviors. Human beings define their own existence based upon their feelings, subjectivity. So we end up with roller coaster emotions and a mentality of endless victimhood. The left's view of humanity promotes a sense of entitlement and a lack of gratitude. Hence, we are forever unhappy. The left affirms a strong centrist government and distrusts freedom of speech. Hence, its avid support of cancel culture. The left tends to reject national identity and patriotism, proclaiming us world citizens. The left promotes sexual liberation, including LGBTQ+, and the new socially defined gender identity. From a Christian worldview point of view, once any philosophy rejects God and truth, there's nothing left but power, which is the left's stock in trade. Sadly, leftist ideas have hugely influenced Christian churches and Christian nonprofit organizations in both Europe and the United States, meaning these churches and organizations offer a message little different from the culture around them, and worse, are often presenting a view contrary to the Word of God. The left's views are morally unsustainable. No human beings can live long, and certainly not in a healthy or joyful manner, based upon leftist unbiblical philosophy. The results of leftism include ennui, loss of a sense of purpose and creativity or intellectual curiosity and excitement, loss of hope, including a desire to marry or have children, and it embraces division, disillusionment, anxiety, despair, and a culture of death. An existentialism that gives way to secular nihilism, meaning 
hopelessness. The left is now promoting social justice ideology in schools, entertainment, business, and churches. This ideology rejects transcendent biblical morality in favor of an arbitrary, ever-changing, do-what's-right-in-your-own-eyes ethic that is sexually licentious and racially divisive. While this is done in the name of advancing what the left calls the oppressed, what really happens is it creates power for a new set of leftist oppressors who do not believe in God, grace, or forgiveness. The left is godless, irrational, and seductive. There's no room for compromise. Our task at this moment is both great and strategic. Believers must learn to articulate biblical theology. We must learn to live out and to apply our faith in a rapidly changing world. Well, we'll see you again soon. For more Christian commentary, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, Discerning What is Best. Or check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Thank you.